Hilda, are you decent? Hello and welcome to Cinema Chat. Cinema Chat is the podcast where we talk about the movies and the people that made them. And if you haven't figured that out yet, we are going to be talking about the 1946 film called Gilda. Gilda is a film that was directed by Charles Vidor, and it takes place in Buenos Aires, and it stars Glenn Ford as Johnny Farrell, and George McCready as Balan Munson, and of course, Gilda is played by Rita Hayworth, and she does receive top billing for the film. Uh, it begins with Munson saving Johnny Farrell, again played by Glenn Ford, out of a couple of bad jams. Uh, sometimes people get upset when you cheat at cards and dice. Um, he was playing with some shady characters, and Ballin came, swooped in, and kind of helped him. Uh, Ballin Munson owns an upscale casino, an illegal one at that, and he hires Johnny Farrell to run it. Now, these are not lovable guys. And Johnny, again played by Glenn Ford, is somebody that has some weaknesses in his characters, has, has some real distinct flaws but at the same time he's a tough guy and it's sometimes hard to get a grip and, and a grasp on just how strong Johnny Farrell is because you see the look in his eyes a lot of times and he feels sometimes wondering if he is as good as he thinks he is <laughs> and uh, Balin Munson again played by George McCready he he is extremely competent, and he's got money, and he's got lots of people, lots of goons kind of to, to back him up. Uh, but the part we just heard was where Munson introduces Johnny to his new wife, Gilda. And it's not till 18 minutes into the film where Gilda is even introduced, um, even though it's... Uh, then the name of the movies after her and Rita Hayworth is the top billing. It's they still wait quite a while to introduce her. A little bit of a build up, and it's interesting to note the the build up because the two characters um, Johnny and Balin. Um, there are some people that believe that there is something homoerotic going on between the two and I, I stumbled across some essays and some articles and and listened to a few experts talk and I'm not convinced either way and when you see Glenn Ford looking into the eyes of George MacReady um, you see he's got a little bit of of wonder there and 
kind of like he's really impressed. And there's a part where he lights Balan's cigarette. And that's something that's normally reserved for men to do for women, not men to do for men. So, you know, if you haven't watched this movie, I'm not going to give away any spoilers. So, uh, we're only going to dig halfway into the movie. And I'm just uh, wondering it, what anybody else might think if that if that's there or not, uh, because there there's clearly something. Um, they obviously have uh, a strong bond uh, or develop a strong bond quickly, but but both those guys are mysterious. Uh, well, it's evident that uh, you know that there's you know. S something going on it's weird but anyway so you get to um, the part where gilda's introduced and it gets weirder because clearly it looks like well it's very evident that that johnny farrell had known gilda he says gilda are you decent and she's like who me and of course um, I'm not capable of doing a hair flip. Um, certainly not to the level of what, what Rita Hayworth could have, could do. And, you know, it's one of the most iconic images in film history, in my opinion. There's um, not very many moments in film history where you can think, you see that hair flip, and it's just very iconic. But... But it becomes very, very evident that there was something going on between Johnny and and Gilda. You see the look on Gilda's eyes when she realizes who Johnny is, and she's none too happy. Johnny hates Gilda, but he's obviously obsessed with her as well. On the other hand, when Gilda is introduced to Johnny, it becomes very evident to Balan that he, he knows something's, something's up, but take a listen. Sure, I'm decent. Gilda, this is Johnny Farrell. Johnny, this is Gilda. So this is Johnny Farrell. I've heard a lot about you, Johnny Farrell. Really? Now, I haven't heard a word about you. Why, Ballard? I wanted to keep it as a surprise. Was it a surprise, Mr. Farrell? It certainly was. You should have seen his face. Did you tell him what I'm doing here, Ballard? No, I wanted to save that as a surprise, too. Hang on to your hat, Mr. Farrell. Gilda is my wife, Johnny. Mrs. Ballard Munson, Mr. Farrell. Is that all right? Congratulations. Oh, you don't congratulate the bride, Johnny. You congratulate the husband. Really? Well, what are you supposed to say to the bride? You wish her good luck. Good luck. Thank you, Mr. Farrell. My husband tells me you're a great believer in luck. We make our own luck, Johnny and I. I'll have to try that sometime. I'll try it right now. Tell him to come to dinner with us tonight, Bella. It's an order. Come along, Johnny. We'd like you to get dressed. Look your best, my beautiful. This will be the casino's first glimpse of you. I look my very best, Balan. 
I want all the hired help to approve of me. Glad to have met you, Mr. Farrell. His name's Johnny, is it? Oh, I'm sorry. Johnny is such a hard name to remember. And so easy to forget. And later, we hear them basically have the moment together where they are both telling each other that they they hate each other. The tension continues to build and there's more evidence that both Balin and and Johnny are really kind of bad guys. And Balin uh, proves to be ruthless and completely uncaring about uh, anyone else other than himself. Uh, the film is marked by musical numbers. Uh, Rita Hayworth uh, sings Put the Blame on Mame um, at the 52-minute mark in the film, and she sings it with a, an acoustic guitar. Uh, Anita Ellis sings the rest of the songs where Rita is performing on the stage and dancing. Um, so Rita, when she's playing the guitar, that's her singing. When she's not playing the guitar and dancing, that's Anita Ellis singing for her. And Anita Ellis, uh, this is probably her biggest role as a dubbed voice, but she did this for lots of actresses through, through the years. Now I want to talk for a minute about film noir. Um, there might be somebody listening that hasn't hasn't a clue what film noir really is. Well, <laughs> here's the problem: is it means lots of things to lots of people. Now I I'll read you the definition in the dictionary for film noir: a style or genre of cinematographic cinematographic. <laughs> I can't say that word. Um, uh, a style or genre of film. How about that? Marked by mood or pessimism, fatalism, and menace. So, that's very broad. And, you know, people sometimes will get super offended if you call one film film noir and they'll shout out, no, that's Nino Noir or that's. That's just a drama. That's not film noir. Well, um, basically, film noir, it, it usually has characters, only characters that are people that you don't really root for or shouldn't root for. And in this case, in, in, the, in, in Gilda, I don't know if it's ironclad. I, I, I feel like we kind of are hoping that Rita Hayworth comes out okay and we're not so certain how we feel about the men well certainly we don't like Balin because he is not a nice guy uh, Johnny's very complicated and uh, you know uh, Bogart could have played this role uh, just as easily um, you know obviously it, it is what it is uh, but um, you know there's there's some flaws there again with it we we don't we don't really like Johnny, but then sometimes he 
kind of makes it to where you kind of like him. It's hard to describe. But I think the film noir community as a whole has accepted this as as pure film noir. Uh, but there is a... Now, this is 1946. There's a little bit of mild violence and a lot of implied violence. And just like there's some... There's some uh, suggestive dialogue, sexually suggestive dialogue, but it, but it's 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 veiled, and and it, it well, it's extremely veiled. But let's talk about a little bit more about uh, the actors in the film. Uh, Glenn Ford, of course, played Johnny Farrell, and and we talked about him a few months ago. Uh, in the Superman podcast that uh, I recorded. Uh, Glenn Ford uh, has 109 film and TV credits uh, to his name. He was most often the lead character in his films over, over a 50-year career. And his character in Gilda is also a narrator um, in the film in some parts. And it's kind of goofy because... He's really, he's real. He really has a, the narration in the very beginning, and then you don't really hear it again till uh, toward the late middle and you know early end of the film. It's very, very strange. But we we hear him him narrating, and when when you hear it the second time, you're thinking, oh, I forgot there was a narrator here. But he narrated some of the parts. And that's very common in film noir. And it's it's fairly common in films of the 40s uh, for some reason. But um, uh, Glenn Ford died in 2006. Uh, and he was 90 years old. George MacReady, uh, of course, played Balin Munson. And and uh, MacReady was uh, more of a character actor. And he had 150 credits to his name. And at one point, he was a partner with... Uh, the great Vincent Price, um, they owned uh, an art gallery uh, in uh, Beverly Hills. And George McCready died at age 73 in 1973. And uh, we'll also want to talk about uh, the director, Charles Vidor. And he, just in case you're wondering, he is not related to the great director, King Vidor that directed so many fine movies in the Hollywood golden age. But he directed 36 films. I'm talking about Charles Vidor. Um, and Gildo was pretty much his masterpiece. Uh, he was married four times, including to famous actress Evelyn Keyes. Uh, and also, he was at one time married to Doris Warner, uh, as in the daughter of Harry Warner of the Warner Brothers. And now I'm going to talk a, a little bit about Rita Hayworth. And just to, to uh, one note, um, her lovely outfits uh, were designed by uh, Jean-Louis. And he uh, had designed, um, he also designed for... Oh, let me let me give you a list here: uh, Ginger Rogers, Irene Dunn, Lana Turner, Vivian Lee, 
Joan Crawford, Judy Garland, Marlene Dietrich, Kim Novak, Claudette Colbert, um, and uh, Marilyn Monroe. I think you may have heard of her. And um, he also did some costumes for the TV show Dallas, including all of Barbara Belgetti's uh, outfits. So, uh, John Luis uh, said that his most famous dress was the one that Rita Hayworth wore about three quarters into the movie. And it's the last one she performs in in the, in the film. Uh, and again, talking about Rita Hayworth, going back to her, um, she was born in, uh, uh, she was born October 17th, 1918. And Rita is already a big star when she came on to Gilda, but this really was a great vehicle for her. And it, it turned out to be a perfect film for her and for her talent and just for her acting ability and what she could do. Um, she, she played the femme fatale so well. And now it's very questionable if you call her a femme fatale in this in this film because she might be the nicest character among the three, maybe among the entire film. <laughs> there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of bad guys in this movie and and a lot of um, a lot of um, gray area where, where whether or not someone is a Shall we say decent person? Hopefully, you got the joke. Um, she, uh, but Rita Hayworth has uh, sixty-six credits uh, to her name, and she had been in a number of films in the nineteen thirties, be well before Gilda came out. But she really made a big name for herself in the movie Blood and Sand, and that's a movie we might cover sometime in the future. Uh, that came out in 1941, and and boy, she played an evil, evil, evil lady, uh, Donya Soul. She was not nice, and she uh, she starred uh, with with uh, Fred Astaire a couple of times, and she also starred in a movie called uh, Cover Girl in 1944, which was also directed by. Charles Vidor. And she received top billing in that film too. For the, for the most part, Rita Hayworth was one of those actresses that she got top billing when she was in a film. For the most part. And of course she got top billing for Gilda. And uh, Rita Hayworth had a 38-year film career. She... Uh, like I said, she was a perfect Finn Battelle. And she was a, a wonderfully gifted dancer. And boy, she had moves. Uh, and Gilda was a, a, a bit of an encapsulation of what Hayworth's film career and characters were all about. And they varied uh, in the amount of niceness and how uh, good of a person she was. Uh, but this really kind of, kind of really puts puts her 
in in a in a spot where you can really tell what she was all about. And um, one thing to note about the Hayes Code, um, Rita Hayworth uh, never made what they call pre-code movies, um, and uh, she all of her movies were uh, under the Hayes Code, and and we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, but let's we'll, we'll revisit it. And basically, the Hayes Code um, disallows any sort of overt um, sexual references or any overt violence, um, no drug usage or anything like that. It basically contains a film and makes it to where um, it has to be clean. And so what a lot of filmmakers in the 40s did, including Charles Vidor and Gilda, is they tried to, you know, skirt around it a little bit and make it make the films a, a little seedy and shady and using lots of dark shadows and just just to make the film just a little um um just just a little bit a little bit like bad you know to make sure that they could do something and so um the film noir genre was was pretty much created in in, in to kind of you know just kind of a skirt around it and and where they didn't have to be um you know like leave it to beaverish but what happened in the late 20s and early 30s is uh, filmmakers were starting to get a little out of control with all of the violence and sex that they were allowing in in their films and and so, uh, Will Hayes uh, uh, <clears throat> put out a code that said we're going to um, not allow any any sort of of um, you know bad stuff <laughs> in 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 films. And if you put it in, uh, you know, where somebody murders someone, um, they have to be punished for it uh, before the end of the movie, and they always were. And filmmakers that made film noir, and I, and I will tell you right now, uh, Billy Wilder was the absolute best at skirting around and the Hayes Code. But but filmmakers tried to figure out a way to make their films dark and not and again um, not so family friendly. Even though they still were honoring the code, they technically they just. Uh, you know, we're, we're doing everything they could to uh, make it kind of shady. Okay, uh, back to Rita Hayworth. Uh, in her personal life, she was married five times. And she said, and this is sad, you know, she said that men would get involved with her and they were expecting to be with Gilda Instead, they were stuck with Rita Hayworth. Sadly, Rita Hayworth had developed Alzheimer's and at, an, at a fairly young age, and she passed away at 68 years old in 1987. And she, Rita Hayworth is known as the love goddess. Um... She was a remarkable talent, and her impact was 
so different than so many other actresses because of her unique dancing ability and and she she's listed as a number 19 on the AFI female legends list I think that's far too low but um, uh, but she is above Jean Harlow Carol Lombard Lauren Bacall and Mary Pickford on that list Now, overall, um, I feel like I've covered films that are slightly better than Gilda, and I think that I'm going to cover some more that are slightly better than Gilda. But you could do a whole lot worse than Gilda. This is a really good film, and I do suggest it highly. Um, if you really, uh, if you like, really like film noir, uh, this is. Uh, um, this is one of, uh, you know, I think it's in the, maybe the second tier. I, I'm, you know, we haven't talked about Double Indemnity yet. That's coming up soon, but we'll talk about that sometime. And that would be my number one on the film noir list. And many people will get very angry with me. I'll, I really like Key Largo and I like it better than I like m most most films, and I like that number two, but a lot of people um, are listening to this and grinding their teeth saying, that is not film noir. Um, okay, if it's not, then it's not. But if we're if if I'm allowed to call it that, then that'll be my number two, and I've already covered that. Um, well, thanks so much for uh, listening to this uh, podcast today. Um, it was um, a lot of fun covering uh, this wonderful film, Gilda. And this is Cinema Chats. This is the podcast where we talk about the movies and the people that made them. I, of course, am your humble host, David Heath. When they had the earthquake in San Francisco back in 1906. So you can put 